Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Welcome back, my dear friend. I am so thankful that you're here because today I... I'm touching on a topic that I had a friend of mine experience recently, and she did not even notice how thick the guilt trip was because her response was so ingrained in her that I, for one thing, recognized that same behavior in myself, but had to be the person outside of her that was able to call her out and say, hey, I'm pretty sure that there's another explanation to this. I'm pretty sure that you are being guilt tripped pretty hard. So I want to bring that to you today because I'm sure this is something that I I know you and I both experience. So for my friend, I'm not going (laughs) to out her in this situation, but I think it's a really good example. She was asked to do something that she did not have the capacity for. She was spread really freaking thin. And this thing being asked of her was so far outside her comfort zone that it made her uncomfortable. It made her uncomfortable. And I asked her, I was like, okay, why did you agree to this? You're telling me I don't have the capacity for it. My plate is so full and this is something so far outside of my comfort zone that I don't even feel good about doing it. And her response to me was this. She said, because Emily, I am supposed to be a good person. That's what a good person would do. It's the right thing to do. When I heard her say that, I was like, sure, you know, yeah, that is a kind thing to do, to agree to something when, when someone that you care about is asking it of you and asking for a favor or asking for something to, to help them out. Sure. I hear that. And also you're doing yourself a disservice. So is it possible that you saying no to this doesn't mean that you're a bad person? doesn't mean that you're a bad friend, but that you're doing what's right for you. And to be honest, when I I thought about this situation and how it has applied to my own life and the lives of those around me that I love dearly, I fell down this rabbit hole of the people pleasers of the world not being able to recognize when the guilt trip is making them feel like a bad person making them feel like they're making the wrong decision or that they're not doing enough or not being a good enough friend. And I noticed some trends there. The biggest thing that I called out for myself and for this friend in particular is that we don't know how to respond to the guilt trip when it's happening. We don't know how to respond when we, yeah, say no for the first time and 
then the individual, the the person that we care about, the person that is asking something of us, comes back and lays it on a little bit thick. And, and we feel this guilt start to rise in us and this voice in the back of our head that's like, oh my gosh, if I don't do this, I am a terrible person. If the only reason that you say yes to something when you have five million reasons to say no is that a quote-unquote good person would do it, I want you to question if there is some unnecessary guilt associated there. If there is some unnecessary guilt associated to what's being asked of you and all of the reasons that you know you should say no. And instead of caving and having that be our response, instead of our response being because a good person would do this and I want to be a good person... I wonder if we can still say no in an assertive and respectful way. I know that within itself is scary. I know the idea of having to say no to something more than once when you are being guilted or feel guilty is a difficult thing to do, right? But I have some examples here. And I want you to put them on for size and see how they might feel in real time. The first response is this. It sounds like you didn't like my answer and I'm not going to change it. Now, I recognize that in hearing that initially, we're like, oh my gosh, that's bold. That's bold. Sure. We're not, we're not used to, to speaking that way, right? I, I understand that you didn't like my answer, that you weren't expecting my answer, that that answer didn't sit well with you. I also want you to understand that that answer is not changing. That answer is not changing. For my validation folks out there, we can validate that this person is upset with our response that they are troubled by our answer, but are we required to change that answer because of it? No. Maybe if this guilt trip is being pushed real hard, we get to a point where we have to say something like this. My answer is not changing and you're pushing against my boundary. Man, how assertive is that? It probably made you squirm in your seat a little bit to hear that. But I bet you can think of a situation where that's something that probably should have been said. My answer is not changing and you are pushing against my boundary right now. That makes the boundary known right then and there loud and clear. Yeah. That says, hey, your guilt trip is not going to work. This is my line in the sand. Sometimes it's even calling it out point blank. Hey, I I get the idea that you're trying to make me feel bad right now. I get the idea that you're trying to make me feel like this is something I have to do. And this is not something I feel like I have the capacity for. Instead of caving, what would it be like if we tried that on Versailles? Then... We can even take it another step further 
and saying something like this. Stop trying to make me feel bad for wanting something different from you. I think a lot of times when we get an unexpected response from people, we get really uncomfortable because it doesn't match our opinion. It doesn't match what we think. And when something is different, we're like, oh, I don't like this. So we push for it to be the same. In response to that, we know that feeling. I think we have all experienced that feeling. But in response to that, we need to say something along the lines of, stop trying to make me feel bad for wanting something different than you do. My different doesn't make it wrong, right? Because if we do get in this place of having to have our opinions, our thoughts, our sense of judgment match identically with the people around us, that's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, right? We're human beings. That's That's not how it works out. And sometimes we're going to be put in a situation where even though we feel so guilty for having to say no to something or so guilty for not being able to do something for someone else or be the kind of friend that we feel like we quote unquote should in that scenario or being the opposite of what we believe to be a quote unquote good person, right? Sometimes we have to say, hey, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and my answer is still no. We can say that respectfully. We can both validate the person in understanding that they're upset with a response that they weren't expecting or don't enjoy, while also holding true to our own boundary, while also holding true to our own capacity, our own values. And sometimes we find ourselves in a really stuck kind of place when it comes to this whole guilt trip situation. And the person that we're interacting with over and over and over is is restating their thought, restating what they believe we should want or should do. And sometimes it comes down to this. It comes down to saying, hey, I expressed my position. I made that very clear and I'm not changing my mind. We can want different things. And I want to make it very clear that this just does not only apply to situations with other people. I can guarantee that you probably guilt trip yourself more than other people guilt trip you. You probably are guilt tripping yourself every single damn day. So why does that also not apply here? I imagine half the time it's not a guilt trip from other people, but it's you telling yourself, oh my gosh, Emily, why would you not just do that? I understand that you're busy. I get that you're tired, but a good person would. A good person would. A good friend, a good partner, a good employee would. And so that self-inflicted guilt trip sometimes needs that same response. So you saying to you, hey, stop trying to make yourself feel bad. Or I hear what you're saying, but my answer is still no. Catching yourself in that self-inflicted guilt trip can change the game. Because how many times have you committed to something that you knew you didn't have the capacity for, 
that you knew you didn't have the energy, the resources, the time for. Or that you knew other things would be going by the wayside. Like, I don't know, your own sanity. If you did this thing and you still did it, you still committed to it because a quote unquote good person would. And then you looked back and you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't, why have I not learned by now? Why haven't I learned from this? Imagine how much different it would be if you were able to stop yourself in the self-inflicted guilt trip of your own noggin. Imagine how many things you would respectfully say no to in order to honor your own needs or your family's needs or your own capacity or energy. It would change the game. So when you find yourself saying, oh my gosh, I should do that. That's a big old red flag in the middle of your noggin trying to get you to see that you need to halt for a second. That's a big old red flag when you hear that word should. Because who decides that? Who decides that? You're going to have to put that thought on trial a little bit because sometimes we say, well, I should do that because we, f- we are being fueled by the guilt itself. We're being fueled by the guilt itself and not reality. I should be able to have the energy for that and this over here and that over there and be able to help those people over there. Says who? Says who? And in response to my friend and this example I gave you earlier, when she said, well, a good person would do that and I'm supposed to be a good person. I responded to her and I said, okay, who decides what makes up a good person? Who decided that? Who told you that that had to be so? Did they take into account all of the other factors of your life? Did they take into account all the other things that are on your plate? Probably not. And if that other person was you, you probably put those things by the wayside because that turns out to be a gift that you have. In those moments, when you are putting on your own guilt trip in between your ears, You're going to have to find the shoulds and the musts of the red flags that are waving up there and stop yourself. And stop yourself and say, it sounds like you think that this answer of no is going to be really uncomfortable. And as the boss of this body, I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to sacrifice my own energy, my own sanity, my own wellness To say yes to something that I know in the long run is not going to serve me. And that does not mean that I am any less of a person. That does not mean that I am any less of a friend, of a partner, of an employee. No. That means that I can have both. I can care for others and myself at the same time. In fact, it's my responsibility to do so. So I want to ask you this. When was the last time you felt like you were really being guilt-tripped about something? Maybe it was from someone else or from yourself. I want you to look at that situation and see how you responded. Maybe you've gotten really freaking good 
at saying, you know what? No, I, I get that this person or my own brain doesn't like the answer that I have to give, but it's not changing. Or maybe you've noticed in yourself that you committed anyway. You changed your response because of that overwhelming guilt. Again, either from yourself or from someone else, you changed your response. What do we need to do next time? What do we need to do next time? Because you know well enough by now that I believe you are the only constant that you get throughout your life. You are the most constant relationship that you have for your entire life. How are we going to address this next time? Because if the reason alone, when you are stacking up all the reasons to say no, and the only reason to say yes is that a good person would, or a good, pers- a good person should, I need you to take another look at that. I need you to take another look at it. So I hope that you do some investigating for yourself, and you take a look at your relationship with guilt. And after you do so, you head on over to Instagram and send me a message at Emily in the Kind Mind and let me know what you are going to do to change that relationship with guilt and how you respond to it. I promise it will change the game for you. Before I leave you today, I want you to know this. If you find yourself being that person that says, I... I have to do that because I'm a good person. I'm supposed to be a good person. I want to be a good person. I'm going to challenge you to shift that belief into areas of your life where you're caring for you. Where you are caring for you. Maybe it sounds like this. I have to say no to that because I want to be the best version of myself. And with my current circumstances, I'm going to be required to say no to that thing over there so that I can do this fully, so that I can do this in a healthy way. When you find yourself having that thought of, oh, I want to be a good person. I'm working on being a good person. I don't know who exactly decides what a good person is. But I'm going to need you to challenge that thought and remove the guilt from the scenario. I love you so, so much. I hope that you found today's episode relatable. If you did, send me a message over on Instagram and let's get a conversation started because I know I am not the only home fry to experience this. But until next time, I will talk to you so very soon. I love you. Stay kind. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.